Well, welcome to the second hour of Authentic News right here on RBN Live this 28th day of February 2024. we got a wonderful lineup of callers already. Peter from Los Angeles, so glad to have you back, my friend. Join the conversation. Hi, Jim. Thank you for letting me on here. Uh, listen, I wanted to approach a couple of topics, one of which, the first of which, uh, uh, it's important to note that what's Trump winning in Michigan, Trump winning in South Carolina, that there's an increasing desperation on behalf of the Democratic Party. And as you said earlier, there's no way they're going to run old bombs away Biden or genocide Joe. They're not going to ride, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Chlamydia Harris either. Uh, So they're going to go with either Big Mike Obama, uh, Gavin Newsom, or Hillary Clinton. They'll shoehorn them in. But the point is, the numbers are making them more and more desperate. And it's interesting to watch, Jim, what uh, just yesterday, I was going to call about this yesterday, but I had some business I had to take care of. Uh, There was, they announced that there had been uh, an attempt on Tucker Carlson's life in Russia. There was uh, white white powder was sent to to, uh, Don Jr., and, yeah. you know, they, which might have been anthrax, that, that the attorney general, I think it was in Georgia, uh, had a bomb go off outside his house, outside his, his office. Uh, all this stuff is a ratcheting up of violence and hysteria on the left as they become more and more, because you're absolutely right, they can't put up, uh, you know, uh, old, old Joe uh, with any hope. Uh, because everybody knows there's no prayer, even no matter how much cheating they did, that he'd be able to get in in a real boat. So they have to come up with something that's plausible. Uh, yes. So at any rate, that's the first point. The second point is uh, that uh, uh, I'm watching this uh, horrible genocidal uh, stuff that's going on in, in Israel, the, this horrible ethnic cleansing genocide and and uh and i i look at the gentleman uh aaron bushnell who who has showed more guts than i ever will have uh when he immolated himself in front of the israeli embassy and you watch how they're trying to undercut her undercut him now they're trying to uh, uh make sure that people don't know that he's an airman that they don't know that he had contingency orders to be ready to move to israel uh, which was reported by uh, Judge Napolitano and, and by uh, uh, Max Blumenthal. They actually had the orders, the movement orders, ready to go. And and uh, and they're also saying, they're denying that he was saying, end the genocide, you know, free Palestine. They're just, they're, they're whitewashing it as much as possible. So yesterday, I made a point of calling all my Democratic, they're all, and they're all Democrats, congressmen and senators in California, and letting them know what I thought, even though I've done that many times in the past, and it does, it's next to no good, but it's better than nothing, I guess. Uh, I used to do it constantly, but I don't do it so much anymore. But the third thing is, I get so angry at, at looking at this, the, the people in our National Command Authority, Biden and the Joint Chiefs and Blinken and, and, and all these guys, and then, of course, the Israelis who were like most back in World War II, back in World War II, they had the 
they would say, well, were there any good Germans, right? Where were the good Germans when all this was going on? And let me point out that back in World War II, it was a war, an all-out war. There was total censorship, uh, and, and uh, uh, that there was only like one, one or two radio networks controlled by the Nazis, and then all the atrocities were taking place in Poland or Belarus or Ukraine, basically, all the what they claim to be the death camps, which I don't believe. But nevertheless, how would a how would a how would a, a, a normal German know that, right? Uh, but you can't say that about Israel when when they have genocidal statements on up and down the chain of command from Netanyahu down to people on TikTok, you know, uh, broadcasting their atrocities on TikTok. Uh, and and uh, uh, so it's a, it's a complete national pastime, genociding the Palestinians. And I'm just thinking to myself, they, they ran down these guys, they being the Jews, ran down what they say uh, were Holocaust, uh, the people who perpetuated, uh, perpetrated the, the Holocaust, for you know, it's been eighty years or so, right? They've run guys, and now they're running out of people. They're running that like the the uh, veterinarian assistant who took care of the horses and dogs at Auschwitz, the accounts payable clerk. That's really where they're going now, right? And they're one hundred and two years old. So what I want to see, and they're hounding these people to the ends of the earth. I want to see these war criminals like Biden, especially Netanyahu, and all these Jews. Who are, who are who are going on like like uh, Jerry Seinfeld and all these guys are going on saying kill him kill him kill him. Uh, I'd like to see them hounded for the next eighty years to the ends of the earth for a real genocide, for a genocide yeah. that's actually taking place. Yes, that's my yeah. Peter, excellent, just excellent. Further thoughts you'd like to add? Did you pick up on the? UK barrister representing the Arab League and doing a dissection, really a total refutation of Israel's claims to have a legitimate legal existence? Yes, yeah, which has been clear for forever. It's just never got any ink or airtime. Of course, it's been clear forever that they didn't. You can't, gen you can't ethnic cleanse a place and take it over. You know, I'd like to go up to Blinken's house and say, Listen, God gave me this house. Get the hell out and throw his ass out on the street. See how he likes it. Uh, that's, no international law would really ever condone that. And, and it's totally illegitimate. And it's been obvious to anybody who, you know, who, who researched it on their own and wasn't subject to the Jewish press for the last 80 years in the United States. Yes, yes. Yes. Wonderful, Peter. Do you have a final thought or two you'd like to add? No, that's it. Thank you. I'm actually still working here, and i got I got to okay. run here. But thank you for I'm delighted you called, and also that your successor here on the air today is Layla from Canada. Layla, so thankful that you tipped me off to that British barrister's presentation. Completely sensational and brilliant. Welcome. Yeah, your thoughts. It was. It was uh, absolutely. I was even stunned because I was not even aware that there had been a commitment in 1919 
at the Ver- Versailles Peace Conference in the Covenant of the League of Nations, Article 22, that spells out that Palestine was a Class A mandate that was entitled to self-determination. And that is why the 19... 19- I didn't recognize why the Balfour Declaration had any significance. They inserted that into the UN mandate when they transferred the League of Covenant mandate over to the United Nations, then they stuck in their dirty claws of the Balfour Declaration, uh, which, of course, everyone forgets to go back to the original sin. But anyway, uh, that's one of the things. There's something else. I sent you another email today of another woman. This one's from, I think it's the Maldives, but again, it's a British woman. And she's spelling out, again, Beautifully, she explicates every single crime that the, these Yiddishers, these, uh, these terrorist Yiddishers, Zionists, are committing daily in front of our eyes. Now, first, there's, I have a few subjects. First, Kathleen, thank you. One of the reasons I'm calling is because you're such a sweet lady, I did not want to disregard your comment. Thank you. Um, Anyhow, I want to start with first, I'm begging everybody, start boycotting anything connected to these terrorist criminals. The reason I think that Hamas acted on October 7th is because when you recognize they're going to kill me anyway, so I had better take the action and choose how I die. In dignity, or will I be slaughtered? Of course, they knew all of the people were going to be slaughtered. They've been broadcasting it, telegraphing it for a hundred years. But I'm asking people to consider stop using Google. It's not Google, it's Google. And stop using YouTube. Not YouTube, it's YouTube. And Juke and Jucopedia. Everything, the whole Internet. That's why I don't have the Internet anymore. Unfortunately, I have to have something. So I just use a tablet and, uh, and cellular data. That's one, one of the subjects I'm, I wanted to introduce. Next question. How many times has Biden proudly announced, I am an American? He boasts on the Zionist. <laughs> How many times has anyone heard him say, I am an American? <clears throat> Can anybody quote one in one instance where he publicly said to TV cameras, I love my country, I am an American, and thank you for the privilege of letting me lead you in a time of crisis in our interest. He's a total poodle. He's, an, he's operated by AI, and he's on a broken record. I'm a Zionist. I'm a Zionist. I'm a Zionist. It's pathetic. Then Aaron Bushnell. You know, until recently, I had lost my intensity of devotion to Christianity until I saw a man, a white Christian man who was proud to be an American and will not defile the freedom that America represents, human dignity, and the concepts that Christianity exists for. 
Aaron Bushnell, in my mind, without offending anybody else who was a devout Christian, I consider Aaron Bushnell to be almost equivalent with Jesus Christ. What is the concept behind Jesus Christ engineering his own crucifixion? He knowingly went to the most agonizing torment of the day. What did Aaron Bushnell do? He died to save other human beings, innocent. Jesus Christ said, bring the little children to me, save the children. That is, Jesus was very concerned with the welfare of the children. Aaron Bushnell was upset, horrified that his own country, who had made it mandatory that he would go off and serve Satan and kill innocent children from the safety of the skies in a jet, the way cowards act, hiding behind armor, hiding behind encasements that protect them, and they shoot off at unarmed, innocent young children, babies, women, unarmed men, older men, who have had to look for the body parts of those that they love. So to Aaron Bushnell, everyone, think of what he sacrificed. And think of the concept behind why Jesus sacrificed himself. Aaron Bushnell is a sacrificial lamb. He has restored the honor of America in the eyes of the world, no matter. And now for the idea that the Jews did not kill Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Jews did, but not the Jews of 2,000 years ago. Let's talk about the Jews of today. Every single day that they get Christians to kill Christians and get so-called Zionist Christians, terrorist evangelical Christians, to order the killing of other human beings and other white Christians. You are monstrous. You are the murderers. You are driving another nail into the cross that Jesus was tortured on. So be proud of yourselves. What you should be doing is taking Biden, lynch him in effigy, and then burn it the way Aaron Bushnell did. Only he made the ultimate sacrifice. But symbolically, Joe Biden, how contemptible he is, but even more contemptible, because Biden is no longer in control of his own mind. It's that Yiddisher, that terrorist Yiddisher, Blinken, whatever his real name is, and all the other Yiddishers around him, all those terrorists around him who will very soon be terrorizing you, your children. What you see today in Gaza will soon be happening in coming to a city near you, coming to a neighborhood near you. Remember when that was the big thing? Go out and get it, kids. Be the first one on your block. It's coming to a, to a neighborhood near you. How long do you think, once Israel has defeated everybody and got all of your masters, your congressmen, your representatives, who should be serving you in the interest of America, how long before they enable those terrorist Zionist Yiddishers that have hijacked, get that hijacked, illegally, the state of Palestine, and you have stood by for a hundred years and aided and abetted. 
but none, none so evil as you have been doing for the last four months, those of you who have allowed it. Jim, I thank you for objecting so loudly in a public posture and for all of those others who have spoken up. And finally, I want to get to my last point. Finally, yesterday, your caller was talking about the word Jew. Yeah. Now, you said he was repeating himself. Well, yes and no. What he was saying might have seemed extraneous, but it's never just, there's, there's a core, there's a nucleus around which a whole strategy is built. And there are a lot of incidentals. How did the Yiddishers become the people who came from Judah when Judah never existed? It was the land of Yahudim. And there were many who lived there who were not Yahudim. But if you look, go to etymology online, etymoonline.com, word Jews, forward slash. The irony is, it says, first it is G-I-U-W, or G-I-U, then J-E-U, Jew, ancient or modern. One of the people from the Anglo-French, I-U-W-E-U, Old French, G-I-U, Modern French, Juif, from Latin, Judeum, nominative, nominative, that's where it's genitive, really, uh, Judeus, from Greek, Judaios, from Aramaic, Semitic, Yehudai, and then a Jew, and then it goes on. But here's the interesting part. The spelling J was predominated from the 16th century. That's when the consonant J was being used. And it replaced Old English Judeos or Judeos, which was from the Latin, and it became an offensive term, an opprobrium, which meant person who seeks gain by sordid means. Sound familiar? Have they changed? These Jews who claim, oh, we've been tormented, we suffered anti-Semitism for centuries in Europe. Why? Because you, everywhere you went, you yet assures, you whatever, you gained anything that you could by deceit, by trickery, by perversion, by sexual torture. Everything was all sordid. It was repugnant. I used to cringe when I heard people say, the synagogue of Satan, when I heard people quoting and attributing it to Jesus or one of his disciples, saying to somebody... Hang on, hang on, we'll carry you over right after this break. Okay, thanks, Jim. Health Simple with Colorado Shioji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories, through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar, unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is like Colorado Shilajit, 
is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality product. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. up the rice in the church where a wedding has been lives in a dream waits at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely Layla, your further thoughts? Final thoughts are that uh, the synagogue of Satan absolutely is appropriate. And I think America, if you're not going to be consumed and absorbed into the synagogue of Satan, you must act now. I would not even, everyone's waiting for the election as though it's going to make a difference. Let's say that Trump is a savior. Look at all the evil people around him. Do you think that Jesus, if he had 12 Judas disciples around him, would ever have been able to get his message out? Well, Judas betrayed him, according to the story. But what if all 12 around him, and they had, and each of those 12 had another 30 around them? Trump is going to be surrounded by a bureaucracy, a, a thoroughly corrupt Congress that is the synagogue of Satan, 
Trump alone can't do it. America, save yourselves. You're doomed anyway. Find a way to save yourselves. But don't wait for the election. It's not, a, it's not a miracle. It's not going to be a miraculous day where all of a sudden the skies will open up and the voice of God will say, I have, I'm going to send my son down for the second coming to save you. Not go, it's not going to happen. You have to save yourself. America, you're unique. You have a unique responsibility in this world. You have wonderful people in that country. Do not let yourselves be subsumed. You find legal ways of making your, your voices heard. When you've got a pathetic creature like Biden licking on an ice cream cone and saying that there's going to be a, a ceasefire on Monday, and then all of his underlings say, oh, no, he's well-informed. We keep him well-informed, but that's not correct. That's what, that's what the, well, you can find it online. He's been contradicted. He doesn't know. He's just a puppy dog on the leash. Like they do with, with the Palestinians that they capture. They put them on leashes, make them crawl on all four, and, and call in their, their other Israeli buddies to come. Hey, hey, terrorists, come look at what we're doing to this guy. They make them crawl. They humiliate all the Palestinians. Never mind the hostages, the Yiddish hostages. What about the Palestinians who have been held in prison for years and decades, tortured? Sexually assaulted, humiliated, robbed, watched their families be killed. Where is your outrage? Because it's going to be you soon. Anyway, I think I've said more than enough. Thank you for the opportunity, Jim. And thank you for your courage to stand up and speak out. So That, um, was, a, that was a most welcome and splendid message, Layla. I think we all are grateful to hear your voice sounding so clearly, making so many penetrating points about the situation we're in. I have a duty, Jim. I haven't told you this before, but there were two genealogists, one from a uh, the Catholic Church, Chaldean Catholic, and another from the Antiochian Orthodox, who traced my genealogy. And I, who am very light-skinned, by the way, and I have frizzy hair only when it's first washed. Eventually it gets straight. <laughs> Uh, I am descended of the same family. According to these two separate churches, separate genealogists, I am descended of the same family or tribe that Jesus came from. Now, many yes, of my Lord. ancestors, over the, over the millennia, they all migrated towards that, that area that became what I call the Holy Land. It's not, it's not a desert. It wasn't a dry desert. It was the land of milk and honey. It was called the land of milk and honey. Everybody longed to be there. Not to mention that in terms of business transactions, location, 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 people from the west, people from the east, everybody met there north and south. Everybody met there to trade, and there was great international trade. Where, but anyway, I, I, I've said enough. I, I have failed in my responsibility because it took too long before I realized. Um, anyway, I... What I do know is that the years I spent in America were some of the happiest of my life. My husband was a quarter Cherokee, not Cherokee, Chippewa, from Hulbert, Michigan, Chippewa County. And the, he loved his country so much that 
as I've said to one, one of your other callers that I've spoken with, I'm glad he's not alive to see what has happened to the country that he loved so much. But if not for him, I would never have gotten to know how wonderful America was. I was there in the 60s, and I was there again in the 70s and 80s. So America, it's still there. Save yourself. Don't let them destroy you. Don't let those terrorist Yiddishers destroy you completely. Anyway, my, my best wishes to you all. Bye for now. We embrace, we embrace and support you, Layla. Wonderful. Just wonderful. You are always welcome here. Paula, thank Paula, you, my friend. Thank you, Layla. Right after the break, Paul in New Jersey. We'll be right back. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. 
Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Join the conversation. Earlier, uh, you touched on, uh, for a brief moment, uh, anti-Semitism and being called an anti-Semite. And it always dawns on me, you know, I I see the world in a a sense in a dichotomy of this split into two uh, factions. And so if you're not an anti-Semite, then you must be a pro-Semite. So I often think Jews use the term to get people from being against them and cow them into being pro for them, pro-Semites. Now, that's all fine and well if you're going to be one of these Christians who loves Israel and all, all that, but you've got to be honest, when are Jews ever going to return the favor? I mean, supposedly we whites are supposed to be blessed if we help out the Jews, but really, I don't see any of those blessings, and I don't see them returning the favor at all, Jim. <laughs> uh, you know, do you know of any charity run by Jews with the intent to help whites? Is there one? Anybody out there in the audience other than the crickets? But now, I don't Jim, think so, Paul. I think you're nailing it. Yeah, now get this, Jim. The great black leader and violinist, Louis Farrakhan, he got it right. He said, Judaism is a gutter religion. And boy, did he get in trouble for that. So did Arsenio Hall when he had Farrakhan on his TV show. That was the last we ever saw of Arsenio Hall back in the 90s. And that shows you how these Jews delay the vengeance, how they... They break out the knives, but they don't use it right away. And if you don't believe it, ask Kanye West how's things going with Adidas. Right? He's another guy. Opens his mouth about the Jews, and look what they did to his career. Oofah. Now, I would venture to say, Jim, that Judaism is not just a religion. It's a mafia. Because really, when you think about what the Old Testament condones, and by the way, what's interesting about it is they, like in the case of slavery, Jews are for, like, temporary slavery in the Old Testament of fellow Jews, but that's temporary, that's only six, seven years. But if it's a non-Jew, those you can keep for life. And likewise, in their holy book, right, Jim? It says the same with usury. To a a fellow countryman, fellow Jew, uh, you're not supposed to loan it interest. But if they're foreigners, oh, then you loan it interest. 
So you see, even in the Jewish days, they separated their personal in-group, their identity, and then the other. Now, one of the others back in the day was the Amaleks. And uh, remember, uh, we should remember just a few weeks ago, and you might have saw uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, he put on his very foreboding black outfit on. Did you see that, Jim? He put on, he made sure he was wearing black, because black represents death. And he was basically saying, yeah, we're going to do all the stuff it said in the Old Testament to do, right? Which gives Jews the, the religious okay, or uh, what do they call that, uh, 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 approval. License. What? License. Yeah, okay, but it says in uh, the first Samuel 15, uh, 13, it's, or 15, 3, first Samuel 15, 3, it says, go and attack the Amalekites and completely destroy everything they have. Don't leave a thing, kill all the men, women, children, and babies, the cattle, sheep, camels, and donkeys. That's what it teaches Jews to do against your enemy from the Holy Book. And so why are these Christians out there surprised that when Netanyahu got up there and he said, and what he said when he was dressed in clack, he says, and this is quoting with the translation, you must remember that what Amalek has done to you, says our Holy Bible, and we do remember. So I'm amazed that people are shocked by Jewish group behavior, all the treacherous things to do, the condoning of slavery, condoning of usury, the condoning of plunder. It says, it actually makes it sound like, hey, plunder the Egyptians, plunder. It, it says that the, the Lord says it. And yet the Christians don't know, always make excuses. They always have to cover for this, this Jewish group behavior, this holy book condoned behavior. And that's because they're in an awkward position of sharing a holy book with Jews. You know, and in a sense, you got the scam artists, they're segregated into the Old Testament, right? And then I would argue in the New Testament, basically, it's just a, a book to teach the Gentiles to be suckers for Jews. Because that's what I think it is, fellas. I hate to upset the Christians out there. But to me, it's just you're all just being taught to be nice suckers dutiful slaves, and be basically taught uh, how to, not to think critically. That's what I think ultimately happens to people who uh, you know, don't analyze the Bible critically. They basically just go along with it. And so I think some, so much of the blame in, in the modern world and the way things are going in Israel, just you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to look in the Talmud. Just get the Bible when you're at the hotel room. Get the one they leave in the, in the drawer. Right? And look through the Old Testament. I'm not making this stuff up. The Old Testament gives the Jews the approval to do what they're doing. And that's why they do what they do. And on that note, sure. Very nice, Paul. Very, very nice. Jerry in Chicago, join the conversation. Jerry. Hey, thank you, Dr. Fetzer, for taking my call. I wanted to get back to what you were talking about, the Apollo moon landing back in 1969. Uh, sure. Yeah. 
that was a little piece of tinfoil that landed on the moon, but that's not what got it up into space. Um, sure. And, the, and you know, do you remember the Chernobyl uh, accident, the nuclear power plant in Russia? Sure. Actually, it's in Ukraine, believe it or not. Chernobyl's in Ukraine. Okay, well, at the time when the news was going on, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. So, and that well, was, part, oh, it was part. It was part of the Soviet Union at the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, when America offered help for the cleanup and everything else like that, uh, they asked, "Can we get some suits that your astronauts wore?" Because they figured out that in order to go through the Van Allen uh, radiation belt. They would have had to have a capsule lined with four to six inches of lead to protect the occupants of the uh, of, of their spaceship. Yeah, uh, they they were told by NASA, "Oh no, our our, our suits aren't aren't lead lined or anything else like that. They they just control the atmosphere within, so cold to hot and everything else like that." And Russia was shaking their head back then, and they said, well, "Okay, then there's got to be a hoax in this thing. Can you yes. uh, shed a little light on that?" No, you're absolutely correct. Actually, uh, on my assassinationscience.com website, the very first I ever had, it's a little tattered and torn because I've had various blogs taken down and stuff. There's a piece from uh, Pravda uh, questioning, you know, whether Americans went to the moon. And, of course, totally legitimately, the point you're making is excellent. Uh, we had a recent spokesman for NASA. This is now 10 years or so ago saying that the greatest obstacle to a manned mission to Mars was a Van Allen radiation belt, not realizing he was thereby implying that we had not gone to the moon because if it were a, an obstacle to manned missions to the Mars today, it was certainly a, an obstacle to manned mission to the moon then. And, you know, this thing about Nixon calling on an ordinary landline, and, and there was no delay in the conversation. You know, you think over 250,000 miles, and when Nixon would say something, it'd take a little while for, the re- for it to be received, and then Neil Armstrong or whoever would respond. It would take a little while, but no, it sounds like they're in the next room because virtually they were. No, you're just making very nice points, Jerry. Okay, well, that's all I wanted to clear up. Get to the next caller. Thank you very much. Good, good. You're welcome, Jerry. Thanks. Wayne, Wayne in Missouri, welcome back. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, there's an article uh, written by Dr. Jurisprudence, Published August third, twenty twenty-three, in uh, on the website uh, thenewamerican.com. The title of the article is Vivek Ramaswamy: colon, Not Constitutionally Eligible to Be President. And the article uh, makes it clear that at the time the Constitution was written, everybody understood that there was a big difference between just a regular vanilla citizen and a natural-born citizen. And only the president, only the office of president, was given this high standard of natural-born citizen. You could be a member of Congress or a judge or whatever, and you didn't have to be a natural-born citizen. But for the sake of, of for the commander-in-chief 
and the head of our, our government, he had he or she had to be a natural born citizen, and it was different from just a plain ordinary citizen. And the um, let me just read just a little bit of this. Uh, it says here uh, the source of the quote natural born citizen unquote standard is known to us today. Swiss jurist Emmerich de Vattel defined the term in his book The Law of Nations, published in 1758, uh, and which, according to Benjamin Franklin, quote had been continually in the hands of the members of our Congress, unquote. So Benjamin Franklin said this book was used as a reference by our founders, and I found that to be true in other sources, too. Uh, and in uh, Book 1, Chapter 49, no, Chapter 19, Section 12, no, Section 212 of the Law of Nations, it says, quote, Natural-born citizens are those born in the country of parents who are citizens, period. Now, that's the definition that, the, that our founders used when they put into our Constitution the requirement that our president must be a natural-born citizen. And uh, uh, so Vivek Ramaswamy has said that his father never did naturalize in this country. His father is still a citizen of India. Uh, Ramaswamy grew up in the home speaking Tamil, which is the Hindu language, to his uh, uh, parents. And uh, his mother did later naturalize, but um, uh, he himself must have inherited his father's Indian citizenship. I mean, that's the way that most of the nations in the world uh, pass the citizenship from, from parent to, to child. Um, so uh, I figured that um, not only is Ramaswamy not a natural-born citizen, he is also a dual citizen because, uh, well, in fact, one could question his citizenship in the United States on separate grounds, but I'll go ahead and grant him citizenship, uh, birthright citizenship. Uh, but my, my point yesterday was that you can't really support him for a high office in the United States because he's a dual citizen. His father passed his citizenship to him in India, and even though he was born in the United States, and therefore it could be argued he is a U.S. citizen, it, it, he has birthright citizenship, not He's not a natural-born citizen. He cannot be president. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you for that. Is there anything you'd like to add or that covering the base? Uh, I think. Well, Rabbi you know, we, proven to be very controversial. I mean, I, I continue to like the guy, but that doesn't mean I'm promoting him to be president or vice. Go ahead. Well, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the uh, Israelis and the Jews and so forth. And uh, I just want to remind people that early on in the uh, uh, war in... Uh, uh, no, sorry, I'm going to a blank. Um, uh, between Russia and... Uh, what's, what's the other country? Uh, Russia <laughs> and... Uh, the, President Zelensky uh, said that he yeah, could make Ukraine, Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, yeah. I don't know why I drew a blank on that, but Zelensky said sure. a couple of years ago that he wanted to make Ukraine big Israel. And he himself is a Jew, and much many of his cabinet members are Jews. That's what happened yes, back yes. in 
Yes. Uh, Victoria Newland, who is a Jew, uh, led the overthrow of the legitimate government of Ukraine back in 2014. So, uh, in, 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 from uh, some points of view, the Ukraine project has been a Jewish project, and we have yeah. been supporting it yeah. with our, uh, our, 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 our missiles and, and our, our location of targets, just as, we're, as we learned today that we're, we've been locating targets for Israel in Gaza. So the United yeah. States is complicit in genocide in Gaza and in, I think, illegitimate warfare in the Ukraine. Our country is, yes. is in a low place. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. All good stuff, Wayne. Thanks a lot for the call. Tom in Florida, join the conversation. Tom. Thanks, Wayne. <clears throat> Tom. Yeah, hello. Yeah, Jim, can you hear me? Yep. Well, uh, first, of all, I just want to say, uh, yeah, I got, I've been kind of real busy, but uh, I just want to say that was a hell of a call by Sebastian yesterday. A lot of great points, a lot of statistics. It was awesome. And uh, as far as uh, uh, Alexander the Great, he made another great call, too, Jim, because a lot of stuff he's saying is all about Barbara Spector and all these swines uh, destroying uh, Sweden. you got to remember, that was the country of the Vikings, man. Those are beautiful women in Sweden. Blonde hair, you're going to bring a Muslim population over there, a man that go over there to rape their women? Are you kidding me? What the hell is going on? Well, let's go, Jim. You know, your whole show, I would think today would have been dedicated, or yesterday would be dedicated to Lakeland Riley. I don't understand why you, nobody's talking about that young lady who was murdered by an illegal alien in Georgia on the campus. Yeah. What in the hell is going on? You got this bitch McConnell who just is stepping down in November. He should step down right now, that bitch. He shouldn't even be a, 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 a speaker of the Senate, the leader of the Senate. What's happening on our border? That dad McConnell should be, uh, he's as big as treasonous as uh, Alejandro Orchard and Biden. McConnell. And that dirt, Dickie, uh, Dickie Durbin. And by the way, Jim, did you see all the Chinese in uh, Georgia today uh, with a big marijuana uh, uh, plantation they had? You hear about that? No, no. Jim, tell us more. Almost $28 million they made in uh, $28 million worth of marijuana growing on a farm in Georgia. Chinese nationals. What in the hell is going on? I mean, you're, I mean, I hear your show talking about international nonsense. I don't really give a damn about Israel. I can give a damn about Israel and Israel. I don't care about the Palestinians. I'm worried about my own damn country. I'm worried about the United States of America and how to... Uh, and by the way, uh, uh, Sebastian made a great point. White people, when he brought that up, I mean, uh, not Sebastian, um, uh, him and, uh, uh, and uh, Alexander. I mean, when, you, when you have all these white people killing each other in all these wars, for what? What the hell for? For what? Their insanity to watch what's happening right now? This is crazy. You talked about it yesterday, about tearing down monuments. We've allowed that. Who in the hell? Believe me, Jim, if they had a monument around where, where I'm at within 100 miles, I would go defend it with my goddamn 3030 Winchester. Okay? They're going to have to arrest me. They're going to have to put me in jail. That's what the problem is. We have nobody has balls to stand up anymore. All the Vietnam vets are dying off. All my buddies are dying off. There, there, there's this new generation of a bunch of wimps, AI and all that crap, social media, and they got this computer just mind-washing and brainwashing them all. Like imbeciles, like Paul was talking about the Old Testament, how the Zionists always use that. Yeah, I learned from the order chosen ones. Chosen my ass. You weren't chosen when Jesus Christ turned those money tables over with all that change flying everywhere. That's when he told you you were no chosen ones anymore. I don't care how much money they got. Everyone is going to hell. There's a heaven and there's a hell, Jim. And I don't give a damn if they got $10 billion. You ain't taking that money in the coffin with you, pal. Or your witch, wife, or whoever. Your family, you're not taking that money with you. None of it. None of that money goes in that coffin. Or cremate it, whatever you do. But they can all go bite it. 
but they thought our Constitution was a disgrace. And when you have American citizens like Kate Riley, Molly Tibbetts, uh, Lakeland Riley, in the last 10 years getting murdered the way they do, Jim, and nobody's standing up yep. for that, that's insane. Angel mothers and fathers, every one of them should get paid $50 million by the United States government. What do you think, Jim? Yes. Yes. If you lost a loved one on an illegal alien, I would say that your family's entitled to $50 million. What do you think? <laughs> you know what? Wow. I'm going to propose that. Tom. Because you know what, Jim? Yeah. I talked to 10 Congress people today, and I'll give you out the number. And you know what? Everybody will call their congressperson and demand that every angel mother or father gets at least $5, $10 million minimum. Yeah. Up to $50 million yes. per family. Tom, Tom give us a final thought. My final thought, Jim, is we're finally getting rid of this bitch McConnell. We're getting rid of this moron who's uh, a compromise by the CDP, the Communist Party, mem- uh, Communist Party with his wife, Chow Chow. And we're finally getting rid of this guy. We've got to put a guy... Company, like maybe even like I don't know like a Josh Holly I like him a lot I think he would be a great speaker uh, uh Danes I don't know too much about but I think Holly would be great maybe uh even Ted Cruz has got a lot of good points I must say I don't know if I want him but he he'd be in there and uh, my final thought is Donald Trump's got to win this election we're all we're an all-out revolution all out and that's my opinion Tom. we were gonna fall into a revolution without Tom. a question we can we, we can we can endure another four years of this bully and still tumbling, stumbling, hey. mumbling by. I'm, I, I've got the mumbles right now. Tom, anyway, thanks. I just want to call on him. That was a great call about Sweden, and that was the land of the Vikings, and how dare those, hey. that lily white chicken hawk government allow those women to get raped over there without capital punishment. That's my- thanks, Tom. Lauren in Ohio, join the conversation. Lauren, sorry your time won't be extensive. Go for it, Lauren. Okay, okay, I'll try and do this concisely. Remember the Indians in America? How do we kill them off? Yeah. Get them drunk. Uh, Chinese opium wars. USA, it's fentanyl. It's the same people who did this to all of these countries. It's not the Chinese doing it. It's not the Americans doing it. It's the global bankers who've taken over these countries. It's the pirates who are assuming the position of captain of the ship. And the scut- the the... the the guys down in the deck rowing just don't know it. And that's the American people. You just don't realize this is our fault, not their fault. It's not the Jews' fault. It's not even our government workers' fault. Because we're allowing them to be irresponsible, to steal our money, to maintain their positions, even after committing crimes in front of God and everyone. And people are still paying taxes. And you're still giving them access to your children all day in school. And you're still... Letting them have, you know, first pick it, first, first pick on your money. I mean, this is our fault. We could stop at any time, but it is going to take some, some balls. And I don't know that Americans really have the testosterone anymore. They've doped everybody up on soy, feminized the men, and made men out of the women. And so everybody, you know, can't remember what their job is anymore. Um, the other thing is no money for the murdered Americans, for the angel families. No money whether you're murdered by an illegal uh, or killed with the COVID shots. When you're talking about giving money to these families, you're talking about robbing your neighbors to give the families that were wounded, that were injured, some relief or some compensation. You robbed your neighbors to get that compensation. That's not going to help. What's going to help is you don't let these people in the country. And as far as I'm concerned, nah, we all get what we get. You take it in the shorts. You're going to carry this load. 
And when people understand that's the situation, you might give a damn about shutting that border. You might care about them shipping your manufacturing base out of the country. But people are all drugged up, and they're sitting on their butt getting their welfare, their Medicare, their Medicaid, their Social Security. Oh, we're tired. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah, whatever. And you're going to get what the Indians got. Think feather, not dot. It's not going to be pretty. The other thing is, please stop blaming Bible-believing Christians with what the Ashkenazi Jews are doing. Ashkenazi Jews that say they're Jews and are not. Those aren't the people of the book. The Hebrews is who are the oracle people. God showed you how to live in this place with the Hebrews. Obey me, and you'll be blessed. Do what you want and you'll get the fruit of your hand. It's not that God's cursing you. It's that when you do things like kill your own babies, uh, there's no future for you. I mean, you know, it's just, come on, two plus two is four. So, you know, Christians, real Christians, and I'm, not, I'm talking Zionist Christians aren't Christians. You know, people that say, well, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe Jesus and what he said. I don't believe the word of God. I don't have any faith in well, that makes you not a Christian. Christian means Christ-like. Sorry. So just because Sorry. someone says they're a Christian doesn't mean they're a Christian. Hey. Thanks, Lauren, very much. Joe in Alaska, Dan in Washington, call in early tomorrow. Sorry I couldn't get you on today. Meanwhile, spend as much time as you can with your friends, your family, the people you love and care about, because we do not know how much time we have left and support RBN. going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the ease-off installs fast, the effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.